0: It's good to be here, first of all, and I am honored to,
1: I am always reminded of These buildings, you know, of the many
0: people that came before us and that many people that will come after us. I am sure that there are other places where people gather to plot
1: and plan evil stuff. So just coming here, it's
0: really an honor uh, to be with you. Let me begin with a prayer
1: by Father Pedro Arupe, entitled,
0: Fall in Love.
1: Nothing is more practical
0: than finding God, than falling in love
1: in a quite absolute, final way. What you are in love with, what ceases your imagination,
0: will affect everything. He will decide what will you, what will get you out of bed in the
1: morning, what you do with your evenings, how you spend your weekends, especially Super Bowl weekend, what you read, whom you know, who, what breaks your heart, and what amazes
0: you with joy and gratitude. Fall in love. Stay in love. And it will decide everything. Amen. So I am a pastor, a good shepherd, Lutheran church. And I just
1: left in the middle of a dance that people were doing in celebration of Valentine's Day. So it's kind of fitting to talk about how we translate love into practice. And Matthew clearly tells us how the realizes how the power is scary in our lives. Uh, just about four months ago, we found ourselves uh, with people on our door knocking in the middle of the night. In the church, and we began opening our doors to about 20 families the first night. Um, We have this practical, rather demanding and exacting practice of being hospitable, offering radical hospitality to our neighbor so people got wind of it and they came to us people were being bossed and still being bossed uh, forcibly from down in texas as you know there are over 45,000 plus already uh, people who have come to new york so we are doing our the best we can for the first 3 months Uh, we had this policy of uh, sanctuary respite. We've been a church uh, that has been doing sanctuary for the last, about since 2007, since the founding. So it's about 15 years. And um, we are in a little corner. When COVID hit, we, began to respond by giving food. Uh, We began with two families uh, on March 13, 2020. And all of a sudden, the next week, on March 20, we already had 800 families. And then we went up to 3,000 families per week, feeding them and giving them care packages. The people who responded, I think you know that are not the people that were most likely to, they were the people who were in really vulnerable positions themselves, that they didn't have the privilege to stay home, Uh, mostly undocumented folks, Chinese, Mexicans, Latinx, Arabs, Polish,
0: Russians, Ukrainians. you name it? We got it. And they
1: practically we stay with that effort, with our response until August of this month. And we still continue to feed people, but it's about 800 families per week because the resources, as you know, my friend here Jason knows the resources that were provided they were severely cut. We still have a lot of donations and a lot of people giving of themselves. Um, The need keeps growing. So we still do three times a week uh, food, feeding the hungry. Uh, But we know that if we are going to do a good job, we cannot just give out food that we have to ask why are people hungry in a city that is one of the wealthiest and where a lot of, 40% of our food go to, go to waste in the city. It's a lot of food. Uh, so to do our job well, we began asking those questions. We began opening our roof garden that was enacted we began sowing the seeds of change the seeds that will take us to get to know you know uh, and to answer those questions uh, and to work with people who are living out you know their lives in answering those questions so we've been partnering with different organizations uh, friends just about anybody who wants to help. Uh, For this last uh, crisis, uh, we were, so we we were supposed to be taking some time off after three years of doing this without closing the church. And the church, it's a it's a, a small place like this we, we had taken the pews out because we were storing the grain and everything. So we just, at the end of August, we were just basically putting it back together. And then all of a sudden we had these waves of people being forced to our doors. So we began responding. Um, we've been helping ever since 24 seven up till, Uh, A month ago, uh, we did it for about four months. This training was too much. Uh, We didn't have the capacity. Uh, We had, uh, you know, 24 seven is a different kind of game. And, you know, we lease some of the space to uh, a school and the showers are at the school and our kitchen is at the school. So it was just logistically, it's been a nightmare for
0: us. (laughs) But we've been juggling all the stuff. Um, How do we keep translating that commandment of love, of loving our neighbor?
1: and that's been a, a question for us i do believe that you know um, we cannot under estimate the power of what a handful of people can do so i look at you and i can see great things happening and i know great things have, have happened so uh, I, I, I always say to the people that, you know, we need everybody on board uh, with your prayers, uh, you know, curating our intentions into spaces that are sacred and utilizing those, those spaces to do the what needs to be done. Uh, so I, I just come to you, uh, you know, with gratitude. Because I, 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 I stand before you and there are many people behind me, beside me, here among you uh, that continue to do, uh, you know, God's work. And so I am grateful. So I have to recognize that. Um, I had three people that were coming with me. And I have to tell you their story. Because they couldn't make it. They've been trying to get jobs. So anytime they are called, even in the middle, two of them were called last night in the middle of the night. And one this morning, he said to me, I will be back uh, by four. And I waited for him till 4.30 and then I had to come here. And he didn't make it back to the church. Uh, Ayman is an artist. uh, Got away from... Uh, Palestinia because he's being persecuted by being a Christian. Um, he wanted to go back because his family, his mother is back home. He's a 25-year-old man. And he's been living in our church on and off for the last four months after he was booted out of his place. And he kind of joined the uh, waves of people that are coming to our church. Uh, it's a beautiful, he's a really beautiful man. Uh, very um cue to artistic sensibilities. He's a great painter and a thrower. And right now he's working in a new job uh, in a restaurant. Uh, so we are looking for housing for him. And big one we want to keep him close to us. Because we don't want to lose him as a friend and we don't want to lose him as a member of our church. Uh, So we are looking for a space for him. Uh, Then Dayanat and Ingrid, they are from Colombia. Both of them are uh, a couple, Uh, they are lesbian. And, you know, given the landscape of violence in our Latinx countries, especially with people who uh, whose orientation is, you know, um, same-sex uh, marriage. Uh, they were persecuted in Colombia. Um, they wouldn't make visible that they were together. So they kind of, for a while they led normal lives But then their neighbor found out that they were living together and that they were a couple. And the hostilities and the mountain uh, harassment began and they had to get away. Uh, So they got here about two months ago. Um, They are just two beautiful human beings. Um, One of them is uh, a... software engineer and the other one does, uh, um, how do you say that kind of event manager or something. Uh, So they are working in demolition right now doing construction and they speak, the three of them speak some English. Uh, And so we are also looking for decent housing and, a community that can, you know, embrace them and hold them. Um, I mean, I can go on and on with, I just came, as I said, the church, we had this festival about love breaking down barriers uh, because of St. Valentine's Valentine's, um, celebration. So we had this artist, uh, Niseli who is an immigrant herself and works in materials for the arts in Queens. And she's doing this whole thing of music and arts as a celebration of love. So we had a bunch of people singing away. We had acupuncture, community acupuncture on another side of the church. We have food on another side. And then we had two committees getting together uh, to talk about uh, music uh, for the people and uh, planning up how to utilize uh, films and movies uh, to get to people to process uh, their trauma. Uh, As we know, many people are fleeing untold violence. um, And as they come through six, seven borders, they are subjected to unimaginable uh, risks. Uh, harassments by the cartels in my com- home country in Mexico um I was just talking to uh, a family of three whose um um daughters and herself was kidnapped twice in Mexico and I mean I, I just the pain the pain and uh the trauma that people carry I and the resilience also in in the midst of all that, I mean, I cannot say enough. Um, Sometimes I have some conflicts with my congregation. Uh, Being in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, being in Trump land, being so visibly um, outspoken, by our actions <laughs> sometimes that put us on hot water and to tell you the truth more than uh, more than the external milieu neighborhood uh the conflict comes from within from my own congregation um myself being Mexican and uh, Mexican race on this side of the Rio Grande, you know I always uh, you know, where, um, lightly, um, I mean, I cannot deny where I, you listen to my Mexican broke and you can tell that I am from outside. Um, so whenever I go and enter places, you know, there is always, uh, I guess a provocation or at least, uh, an interest in, you know, where I am coming from. And I always keep telling people that, I come from a place of uh, compassion and love uh, more than anything. Um, And I invite you um, to join me on this. Uh, This is a response that we all need to make Mm -hmm. as we continue. And I mean, not necessarily to these crises that, that I put on the table But I think, uh, you know, the whole question of how do we keep translating the gospel into a a relevant, meaningful way that connects us as a community. Uh, Because, you know, I I do believe in the power of God, you know, being incarnate in all of us, being flesh of our flesh, bone of our bones and dream of our dreams. Uh, I believe in that God. Uh, and I believe that that God moves us uh, to sometimes to places that we don't want to go or uh, that we are reluctant. So I, I do pray that we may, all of us may respond uh, generously. Uh, because that has, uh, you know, that that can be liberating for us. uh That can be the salvation for our neighbor. And our world really needs a concrete prophetic response as we continue to enflesh God. So keep falling in love with God.
0: It will change everything. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, amen. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation.